0: Welcome inside the Hill City Highlights podcast. A podcast about the people of Lynchburg. For the people of Lynchburg. Now, here's your host, Alan York. Welcome back inside our Hill City Highlights podcast, episode five. And today, we're going to get to know Kevin Jones. You know, Beeline Towing and Transport. Uh, You know, Kubota. And now Polaris uh, under the uh, Kevin Jones umbrella. And Kevin... I've been in Liberty and Lynchburg since 2010. You were one of the first few people I did meet from a a Liberty branding sponsorship standpoint with what you do with Beeline Towing. I want to dive into your career and kind of how you got into what you're doing here today. Uh, Born and raised uh, in the area, went to Brookville High School. Uh, What was life growing up for you? And uh, how did you uh, garner the
1: interest of what you're actually doing here today? Well, growing up, I was always busy in the yard with my father, um, worked for a living, and I bought a lawnmower for $400 and started cutting neighbor's yards, and and then, you know, kind of graduated on through high school, and in 11th grade, I got a job at Foodline, and mm-hmm. I worked my way up into a store manager there when I was 21, and I spent about 14 years at Foodline, and then I had an opportunity to start hauling some um, wrecked cars for insurance companies and auctions, and I bought a truck and left Foodline, and I started with one truck and a one-man show, and, and actually this month, August is 98th, our 25th anniversary that we're celebrating. Mm-hmm. So I started with one truck, and now we've probably grown to about 45 trucks, and then okay. had an opportunity to purchase the Kubota dealership in June of 17. Okay. And then just as recently of June of this year, we purchased the Polaris dealership out in 460, which is a good relationship with what we have at Kubota you know two very good products
0: so Kevin I want to backtrack a little bit you talked about uh being at Food Lion and you quickly climbed up the ranks there um and we talked about off air about your attention to detail and being OCD I think it gets a negative connotation sometimes but a lot of the best business leaders um have that attention to detail where did that come from uh, you think for you
1: um, I think I might have gotten a little bit of it, not genetically, but maybe through working at Food Line mm-hmm. and seeing what the results was of the shells being cleaned and faced to the edge, and the bags of dog food packed flat. And right. to this day, when I go in a grocery store, I'm I'm looking at them like, oh, it's killing me. This place is a disaster. Oh gosh! But um, I'm like that with my trucks. Mm-hmm. I'm like that with the product on the shelves at both locations. Um, and I'm just I'm just like that. But it pays dividends. Um. It helps in your employees knowing, hey, look, he's not going to accept this any other way. So it kind of grows on some of them, you know, and it makes it easier once they get on board because it it just works. I mean, professionalism is a must, and that's one of my main logos. so.
0: So when you decided to kind of get out of the grocery store food business, you mentioned you got into hauling different things before you started beeline towing. Uh, take me into that. H- how did you get involved in that as you were leaving Food Lion and uh, were making uh, some, uh, as you say, uh, I guess moving some cars for somebody or for insurance companies? H- how did you get into
1: that? I was good friends with the guy that owned a salvage yard. I actually, too, good friends with you know the Cunningham brothers and then Pat Garrett at the time I owned all the Parts. And I was friends with both of them. And I would go to the auctions with them on my days off at Food Lion. And I would ended up driving a truck you know, several times to just so we could bring four back instead of two. Mm-hmm. And um, I just saw a need for it, and they was like, hey, if you want to you know, be a good business, to get on, because we're having a hard time getting people to do it. Yep. So I ended up finding a truck, and I purchased a truck, and actually um, the Cunningham brothers helped me get my first one, and I paid half, and they paid half, and I paid the, mm-hmm. them off in loans, and then I got a second truck and a third truck, and we kind of just took off from there, and we don't even do that part of the business anymore. Um, right. You know, as my overhead got larger, my employees would been me longer, you know, it, it took more to operate. So we kind of phased out of that and got into the local business pretty heavy. And then we got into equipment hauling. And then, you know, we've got a truck shop now with eight full-time mechanics in it. So we're, we're kind of then bounced around. I do a lot of container rentals, 20 and 40-foot container rentals. We've got those scattered around now. Mm-hmm. And so um, just taking care of my customers and taking care of my employees, it's, it's, it's really not very complicated. How about Beeline? Where did Beeline get its name and the logo and is there a story behind that? Yeah, um, I wanted something that was professional. Um, sometimes that's not done properly in the towing business. Um yeah. I didn't want to advertise as backyard or shade tree or, or discount. I wanted to be professional. Um and back then, you know, everybody said, Hey man, to be in the front of the phone book you need to be A, B, or C towing. And I'm, okay. so I'm like, you know, that that the dead has some thought, but, you know, nobody knows what a phone book is these days. <laughs> so, but I was raised, I was having the honeybees at the time, raising honeybees, and I still am. But um, I just, it just hit me one day, you know, like a line, make a line to something. That's getting it done quick. From A to B, we're done. Okay. And it just hit me. And so, um, Raleigh Parker's a good friend of mine. He's an artist um, back in the day. He, um, hand drew a lot of stuff around here. He still letters all of my trucks to this day, except for the ones that's wrapped. And I got him to draw me this B up with the flag in his hand, wow. and I brag about that because I tell everybody my flag was there before nine one one. Right. And so um, we yeah. just come up with the name Beeline Transport Incorporated, mm-hmm. and um, Maybe so it's right. a little tricky now because we're in the towing business, we're in the transport business, but we we still stick with the name beeline transport all right kevin uh, you i'm
0: so glad i'm talking to you honeybees is that what we're talking about harvesting yeah, yeah. so h- how did somebody get into harvesting honeybees and i can
1: imagine uh, the honey that you produce is some of the best around right i think so and <laughs> friends think so but um i'm not as big into it as i was but i still do have a few halves as a hobby okay so.
0: Tell me about it. What, what goes into harvesting honey that maybe our listeners may not know?
1: Um, you know, if it wasn't for honeybees, it wouldn't be a lot of fruits and vegetables <laughs> out here to eat because, you know, the transfer of the nectar, and the you know, honey flow is very important. Um, but um, I just, I'm, I'm an animal person. You know, I've got cows, chickens, pigs, goats. I mean, I've had all that since I was, you know, young. I mean, I had it in the subdivision I was born and raised in on a very small scale that we wasn't even supposed to be doing. Okay. But um, and so you know, the older I got, more opportunities and more land. I just kind of broadened that out. So, so you know, we considerable into that now. <laughs> well,
0: let's talk about present day beeline, and you, you have helped tow a car or two for me the last few years. And um, what what goes into the dispatch and. What truck goes out? Who's available? Can you break down that uh, for our fans tuning in right now?
1: Yeah. Well, um, Beeline Transport. You know, we have local tow trucks, so we go out and the police has an accident. They say, "Who do you want to come and tow your vehicle?" And they can recommend somebody, or they can say, "I want Beeline" or whoever. And that's who they call. So we do that. Um, we do. You know, we do private property impounds. Um, that's not the most fortunate situation for some people. Um, that, that sometimes is not a good day. But what we do tell people, there's really no good reason to call a tow company anyway um, because you've, obviously you've been involved in an accident or you've been in, impounded or you've got a flat tire or your car won't start or you're locked out of your car. So the girls downstairs are trained to, to know how to deal with that. And so they just, we have different trucks that do different things, but the girls down, six girls downstairs that do a great job with that. But um, it's just, it's not always a good day to call a tow company, right. but we try to, to make it the most pleasant
0: experience that we can considering. Joined by Kevin Jones with Beeline Towing and Transport. Is there a unique story, Kevin, um, not naming names or a particular car that was a unique car to have to move? And I'm, I guess I'm talking specifically non-collision, non-wreck, because those are really scary, but somebody was just parking illegally and you guys got called in. Is there a a story that pops up today of like, man, that was, that was not
1: hilarious, but kind of funny trying to get this car out of the way. Um, well, it's, it's not a secret that we do, um, impound some vehicles parked at Liberty university. Um, and we're close to the universal. We're supportive of the university. But, you know, they call us up there for each one of these vehicles. We don't just drive through there, and so we want that vehicle. They call us up there and say, hey, we got this vehicle, we got four vehicles, and they're in such and such lot. And when we get there, they've taken digital pictures, and we just load them up. So somebody's got to do the job, and we do the job. But, yes, um, as far as cars sticking out, each year my guys get the thrill of you know, doing Lamborghinis and Porsches and Ferraris up there. Okay. Um, and some of those um, students um, are fortunate enough to have those vehicles and obviously don't want them towed or touched. Mm-hmm. So they park them in the most difficult situations thinking that we can't get them. Right. But we manage to always show up over here with Beeline with them and no damage and have the luxury of taking pictures of them.
0: <laughs> Join my Kevin Jones with uh, Beeline Towing and Transport. All right, let's talk about Kubota um, and – the heavy machinery there that, uh, customers can purchase from you. Uh, give us the the gamut of what you provide and how you got started
1: in, in that side of the business. Well, you know, having a little bit of land and animals, I was a Kubota customer, and John Campbell's a very good friend of mine, and he had the dealership there successfully for 40 years, Um, and I already knew that buying a Kubota dealership was kind of like winning the lottery in some people's eyes, and um, so he was wanting to retire and come up with a succession plan to do that, and he approached me several times over a year and saying, hey, if you'll buy this place and clean it up and run it like you do Beeline, you can pay for it in no time. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where that started, and that process took about a year, and we were able to close on that in June of 17. So it kind of fit it for me. I like the product, and, and, I, and I saw the potential there to bring on other lines there and put the right staff there and just kind of really grow it. So what we've done down there is we've over is we've more than tripled the amount of sales that we've done down there in the last six years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done yeah. we've done a great job down there, but then it, you know it's like I tell everybody they ask me all the time it's like, man you got to take care of your peoples your employees yes, and your employees would take care of your customers and then it's just a repeat business that never stops. How about
0: Beeline? How far do you go out for particular uh, instances and Kubota? What's your sales radius uh, around the state and regionally?
1: Well, with um, Beeline we 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 price going pretty much anywhere but we my drivers are home every evening so i would say a 250 mile circle um that's part of my plan is to make sure my guys are home every evening because one group of these guys are here on call 24 7 so um that's something we always try to make sure everybody's home you know in the evening so we don't do much traveling way away we do on a rare occasion Mm -hmm. um Kubota you know those areas are kind of protected by the corporate so i would say at Kubota you're looking at about a maybe a hundred mile circle that that's that's our market that we concentrate on wrapping things up with kevin jones with uh, beeline towing and
0: transport polaris you mentioned recently kevin uh a new part uh, under your umbrella um those are some you call them fun toys to you know dune buggies or whatever you want to call it uh water equipment type of things
1: uh where's your interest in that and how that come about for you Well, the interest in that was because of the um, Kubota. We have what we call a recreational terrain vehicle. Um, Kubota makes a really good product. Um, They're very dependable. Um, They're not known for their speed. Mm -hmm. Polaris is a really good product that's known for their speed. And so when you come to Kubota, you're looking for something that goes 50 or 60. We don't have it. Um, If you go to Polaris and you're looking for something that's slow, they didn't have it. Mm -hmm. So now I have both. (laughs) And it's a really good um, relationship to have those two together. It kind of
0: It seems like you're fitting a puzzle together of connecting needs with your customers. Uh, a couple more thoughts here, Kevin. Uh, you mentioned multiple times during this chat about your employees and how they're like family to you. Uh, and now you've got three different types of companies that you are running and it takes different people uh, to run those companies. So, how do you evaluate talent and employees and uh, find those diamonds in the rough um, that can help lead your companies to the success
1: they're having right now? Um, a lot of that's done sometimes with me before the, even the interview process. Um, we've had really good success hiring people that somebody that works here as a really good employee knows. Mm-hmm. Um we've got a lot of family that works here um brothers, sisters, husbands, wives, brothers brothers sisters sisters, stuff like that and and that's that's really been part of that success is um just trying to bring in somebody that knows fits and I don't overhire. I'm not going to hire somebody that's got an eight year degree in something that's not even related to what we're doing right. um i try to I try to hire the guy that fits what we doing as a selling tractors or we're doing as far as working wrecks and you know getting in the ditches and, and stuff like that. So yeah, A couple more thoughts here. Um, how
0: about your typical day to day? You mentioned the employees. You're pushing it, you're getting close to 100 that are under you. Um, how do you go about uh, managing meetings, and how does that all come about? You know, when, when you're talking about three different companies and having those good people work under you, do you have like management
1: leaders that report up to you, et cetera? Basically, at all three locations, I've got key people that. Um that, that that really support me and my what I want to accomplish there. Yeah, and um, we we communicate a lot, you know, daily. Um, and I make my circle, and I try to get to each location at least once, and sometimes twice a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll never get big enough to where I can't do that. So that's probably going to be what might slow me down one day because i'm just gonna always try to keep it close and and all of my employees know that I'm, they all have my cell phone right and they can call me if anything that they need or don't agree with or something like that but um yeah. i've got really i've surrounded myself with some rock star all of my employees are great but i've got key people at each location that they're, they're they've bought into the program and, and what i want to accomplish I remember
0: a few years back you were doing a, a- what we would call a program ad and a Liberty football program. And you talked about have got this new truck. I want, I want to focus the new truck on this picture of this ad. Um, and it was kind of a, the leading technology of what you do from a beeline towing standpoint. How do you keep tabs on the future of your businesses and what, what is next in the towing and Kubota and Polaris? How, how do
1: you go about doing that? Um, Not having a background of education and and computer savvy, but I've always, I I watch companies that maybe not in Lynchburg or tractor dealerships that might not Lynchburg and looking at them on social media. I mean, social media is powerful to me. Um, I know a lot of companies that they push it, push it, push it, push it, but the owners don't even want nothing to do with it, which I think that's wrong. But um, I watch that and I learn from it. And I'm like, how can we do this? How can we get more followers? What can we do that's creative? Constantly just trying to think outside the box and do something. And people end up saying, Kevin, he didn't thought of something else, you know. But you don't know unless you try. Mm -hmm. And so we just try to always be creative and and be the cutting edge of technology, you know, as far as what we have in our software downstairs and the cameras and the trucks and tracking the trucks and the girls can get a 911 on Old Forest Road and they can immediately look and see which trucks are closest to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just... A lot of moving pieces but yes we go to we go to shows um, we go to dealer shows and you know to try to keep up with what's going on all right well Kevin we appreciate your time here today with
0: our Hill City highlights podcast and uh, look forward to just seeing you guys out in the community do a great job and we just thank you for the time thank you thanks for listening to this episode of the Hill City highlights podcast have an idea for future shows email our team at hillcitypod at gmail.com. And join us each week for another episode of the Hill City Highlights Podcast.